Hey everybody, before we get into the show, I wanted to let you know we've got another live show coming up. We will be back at Maya Cinemas on Thursday, May 23rd for Furiosa, the latest in the Mad Max series. We are so excited for this one. Joining me to talk about it, we've got Sam Novak, Shahab Zargari, and Tony Gonzalez. A great lineup. It's going to be an awesome movie. We are so excited to talk about it. So make sure to check the show notes. There are opportunities to win tickets. You could also buy tickets. And we hope to see you there Thursday, May 23rd, 6 p.m. at Maya Cinemas for Furiosa. Right, welcome to another episode of Piecing It Together, the podcast where we take a look at a new movie and try to figure out what movies inspired it. And it's a new year, which means it's time for a new month of trailers. And as always, we've got Jason Harris from Awesome Movie Year joining me to talk about some trailers for our monthly special episode series. So we will be talking about a bunch of movies and kind of giving you guys a look at what is coming up in the month of January. Before we get to that, I want to remind you, as always, to make sure you're subscribed to Piecing It Together wherever it is that you listen to podcasts. And, of course, follow us on social media at PiecingPod. And join our Facebook group, Popcorn and Puzzle Pieces, where in this new year, 2023, we're planning a lot of really fun stuff. So make sure you join the group. And speaking of the group, we've gotten a lot of really great listener puzzle pieces lately for uh, some of these December movies, so I'm going to read those to you before we get into the episode. So going back to some of the movies we covered in December, uh, let's start off with Bullet Train, which was an episode I recorded a long, long time ago with Jason from Binge Movies, and... Uh, our friend Pete Abeta had actually pre-guessed some puzzle pieces, and some of them he got right. Uh, he mentioned Smokin' Aces, The Gentleman, The Nice Guys, F9, Kill Bill, and the show Barry. And I think we brought up Smokin' Aces. Uh, I know we brought up a bunch of Quentin Tarantino, so definitely Kill Bill. Um, did we bring up any of those others? I don't know. I don't remember. But uh, good guesses there. Uh, then the Banshees of Inisherin, Jason Harris actually mentioned Waking Ned Divine, which I've never seen and I need to watch. But uh, sounds like a really good addition to the list of puzzle pieces we did talk about on the episode. Uh, for Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio, Josie DeMarco mentioned The Velveteen Rabbit and The Little Prince. Uh, which are both uh, stories, and then also the film Bicentennial Man and the film Grave of the Fireflies. Uh, I've never seen that, but I did see Bicentennial Man back when it came out, uh, and I, I definitely could see that one as a puzzle piece for sure. Uh, then going to Avatar The Way of Water, the long-awaited Avatar sequel, uh, also from Josie DeMarco, uh, we got The River Wild, which is a great suggestion with the whole family adventure kind of thing, and also on the water, so uh, you got a lot of parallels there to draw, so great suggestion there. 
And then last up, for bones and all, Chad Clinton Freeman uh, gave us the suggestions American Honey, Easy Rider, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, May, and Dexter. Chad always sends in a lot of puzzle pieces, so a lot of good ones there. I did think of American Honey when making my list, uh, and Easy Rider I've never seen. I probably will watch it this year, though. Uh, It's been on my list for a while, so uh, great ones there. So as always, uh, if you're listening to our Piecing It Together, our main episodes where we talk about a movie through the lens of what other movies might have inspired it, and you have some puzzle pieces that you think uh, we should have mentioned that we didn't bring up, please send them in and I will read them on the next trailer episode. And with that, let's talk about some January movies. Jason Harris is back with us to talk about some trailers, and it's a whole new year. Jason, how you doing? Uh, I'm fine, Dave, although I don't think the movies... uh, I think we're back to uh, getting into the doldrums very quickly after a hot couple of holiday months. This was a rough one. Oh, I... I don't fully agree with that statement, Jason. I mean, we'll get to it as we're getting through the uh, the movies we're going to discuss, but I don't know. I'm very excited for 2023 movies. I think there's a lot to look forward to. I didn't say that I'm not excited for 2023 movies. I'm saying this month, okay. January, is uh, full of garbage, hot, <laughs> steaming garbage from these trailers. Well, we will see. Uh, before we get to January, let's do as we always and take a quick look back at December and see which of these movies that we talked about in our last trailer episode uh, that we actually got around to. Uh, first up was Violent Night, which I didn't get around to, and I keep wanting to. And uh, did you get to see it? No, I think once it hits streaming, I will see it. I I, wa- I was going to go. I was actually saw something else in the theater, and I was going to double play it. But it's like two hours and seven minutes. And I'm like, again, why? Why are we doing this? But I'm glad it seemed to do all right. And maybe it's a fun movie. I will watch it. So maybe I'll wait until you know christmas, christmas 23 yeah. yeah that's the move so. that that does seem like a good plan uh next up was four samosas which after i uh made a whole thing of wanting to watch it because my friend was in it i didn't get around to it but uh, i'm still hoping to watch it sometime soon the You're end of the really end of the year the end of the year is such a rush there's just too many things to do and too many things to watch and yeah know. so why would you prioritize your friend i know i'm I'm a terrible person. Uh, Emancipation was up next, which I also did not watch the new Will Smith movie. Did you uh, watch it? Nope, and neither did anybody else. That is absolutely right. Wait, remember we talked about this. You said, well, what's the big deal? Will Smith's back. Everybody loves him. And I said, nope, none of that's true. Yeah. Well, Dave, how'd that ass taste? Was that a direct quote? (laughs) Is that what I said? Uh, yeah. Okay. Poor Will Smith. Uh, The Whale was up next, which I did see. Uh, I did like. And, uh, you know, it's still a big awards contender, even if the, uh, you know, general public, I think, was a little more mixed on it than people were anticipating. I saw it. I liked it. Um, He's he's amazing in it. Um, And so is uh, Hong Chao, right? Sure. Is that how I pronounce it? Hong Chao? I believe so. Uh, if you're saying it wrong, I am too. She so, basically stole yeah. the year from, you know, she's great in everything. Oh, yeah. Um, he's great in it. It is an incredibly depressing film. Yeah. There's, it's relentless, uh, yeah. as Aronofsky often does. It's good, though. Good movie. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, next up was something from Tiffany's, which I didn't hear anything about. So I, I assume it came out, but I don't know much more about it. Well, you didn't hear, but that's uh, you should have heard because that. 
that along with Spirited seem to be the two breakaway hits of uh, of the streaming Christmas season. I didn't see this one, but I did read that it was a big hit. Oh, well, that's that's good to hear. I'm glad when movies do well. Uh, the next one, again, uh, something that I didn't hear anything about after we did our trailer episode, but Buzz Cut was, I don't even remember what this one was. No, remember that was the one I picked the New Zealand, uh, splatter movie. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. So yeah, that's not the, you probably, who knows if that even hit uh, the States yet. Yeah, so. for sure. Uh, then there was a little movie called Avatar, the way of water, which, uh, was the next one we talked about, which, uh, making a few bucks. Yeah, it's doing well. Um, I acquiesced to uh, my daughter's mom. She wanted to take her. So I said, "You, yeah, go for it. Try to build those points up that I could use in the future somewhere, you know? <laughs> so I still haven't seen it. Yeah. But um, maybe I'll take Scarlet at some point in time. Well, it's Avatar. You know, we did do an episode yeah. on it. If you like Avatar, the first one, you'll probably like this. If you didn't, you probably won't like this, but you know, yeah, Scarlet liked it. Yeah, so you have the approval of my daughter. Perfect, perfect. Uh, next up is the apology, which uh, I thought looked good, but I, I have not seen. Did you watch that? What What is that, Dave? This was the Anna Gun, the AMC. Plus. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't watch it. Yeah. Nah. 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 I agree. Nah. Bardo is up next, which at the time we recorded, I think I had mentioned I had already seen. Uh, it's a mess. Um, but he's always interesting, though, even the ones that aren't good. Um, I mean, nobody likes this movie. Yeah. Maybe there's like three people who like this movie. I didn't watch it because, um, you know, it just uh, it's just like you said, it's December. We're trying to watch as much as we can before the end of the year. And this was like a three hour space eater. And it's like, I'd rather spend my time doing other things. So. Yeah. Fair enough. But a good episode on, um, the big picture about it, about, and they, they really do not like Inuratu at all. It's crazy to me that like critics don't seem to like him. And that is, you know, part of what the movie is, but like, I don't know. I've always liked him. So I just didn't like this one. But, uh, next is I want to dance with somebody, which I have not seen yet, but I'm probably going to see tomorrow at the time of this recording. Um, it's not supposed to be very good, but my my mom wants to go see it. Yeah, well, that's nice. So you and your mom can have a good time together. That's so, right. I mean, I, like I said, I'm just like over this as a genre. Yeah, absolutely. And it seems like it does absolutely nothing new. So it's exactly what you expect. Uh, next was Puss in Boots, The Last Wish, which I had told you when we recorded last month that everybody was loving it. And I was like halfway through it at the time we recorded and uh, thought it was pretty great up to that point and i finished it and it is pretty great and it's a big surprise and uh hopefully it does good box office i don't know if it's doing that good but it's really good though i don't know either but do we give antonio banderas enough credit for his range it feels like we you don't. know yeah you know he's got a lot more range and he's getting to that age where like maybe we'll get to see him experiment a little more and i think that that could be you know uh you know like we have uh We've had our reconnaissance mm -hmm. and the Cage of Enlightenment. Ooh. Maybe it's time for uh, some type of Antonio Banderas uh, historical move. Although he's not really coming back, he's you know he's always kind of just been there. Yeah, so. absolutely. He just doesn't get the respect, but uh, he certainly deserves it. Uh, next up is Babylon, which is either love or hate, but I loved it. It's the most recent episode of Piecing It Together at the time of this recording, and uh, I, I just think it's fantastic. I'm excited about that. I do want to see it. You're basically one of two people I know who love it. Again, it's like I'm trying to fill in 
at the end of the year and there are all these like great movies and like I could fit two in on the time I'm watching Babylon. Yeah. Not to say I didn't watch like longer movies, but like, you know, um, you know, I, I, last night I watched Tar, which has nothing to do with this. But um, it's just like you got to pick and choose what you can watch with only so many days left yeah. in the year before we drop our top tens, baby. That's coming. That is coming. Uh, next up is Women Talking, which um, actually I, I I put it on the December list. I didn't realize that it doesn't get its full wide release until January, so it is kind of a January movie. But I have seen it. It's very good. Um, not doing an episode on it, but uh, it's worth watching. Did you see it? Not yet. I probably will watch it, but um, I can tell you I have seen comedians say women be shopping. Yes, they. Yes, they do. <laughs> yes, they be. <laughs> And the last one of our December trailers episode was White Noise, the new Noah Baumbach film, which I also really loved. And uh, you watched it, didn't you? I did. I didn't love it. It's not my, it might be my least favorite Baumbach movie, but that doesn't mean much because I love most of his movies. Mm -hmm. You know, it's an adaptation. It's not his most personal. Sure. Um, There is one sequence that's fantastic and thrilling in there. Yeah. So, you know, it just kind of peaks very early in the movie. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it's definitely different for him. It's like, it's not something you would kind of put in with the mix of his other films, but um, for what it is though, I just, I had so much fun with it. So, uh, Yeah, let's move on to January and get through some of these movies, starting off with Megan on January 6th in theaters. This is from Akela Cooper, the writer of Malignant. So, of course, I am insanely excited for it. Uh, It's about a robot doll that's uh, bought to help comfort a grieving girl. And then, of course, the doll turns evil and it looks absolutely ridiculous. Wow. What an original premise. Oh, yeah. Finally, we see a doll turn on its owner. How is this a genre? This is not just a movie. This is a full genre now. It basically you know? is. It basically is. But I mean, I, I I can't say I'm anything less than insanely excited for this movie. Um, I am definitely um, not caring about the movie, but that's fine. Aye, um, aye. Look, you know the puzzle pieces. Just pick them out of a hat. Is it Child's Play? Is it AI? Is it Annabelle? Is it After Yang? You know, it's all those things. I also like that video from the technology conference. If you look on YouTube where the guys like the real thing where he's like introducing the new AI, um, you know, doll or whatever, um, that they have. And it's like, I am here to help humans. And then he's like, yes, will you help all the humans? And he's like, yes, I will kill all the humans. And it's just (laughs) like, I mean, at least we're, at least we're, um, you know, predicting our own demise at the hands of robots. Did you ever see the thing about the AI that like eventually started like having like Nazi tendencies, like as they continued to feed it information, <laughs> it's like, oh, I, I, I know the, the, the Google ones who created their own language. So they had to shut it down. Yeah. The Nazi ones, was it just because they fed it so much stuff from the internet? Probably. That that was, yeah. 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 Nazi bot 5,000. Uh, yeah. All the things you said, I also threw an ex machina on my list because of the dancing. So, you know, robot killer girls dancing. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. So I, I can't wait for that movie. Um, let's move on to the pale blue eye, uh, January 6th on Netflix. Um, Harry Melling stars as a young Edgar Allan Poe who helps a detective played by Christian Bale to investigate a series of murders And uh, this is from Scott Cooper, who is awesome, did Out of the Furnace and Hostiles, both with uh, Christian Bale, also uh, Antlers last year. And uh, this also has Toby Jones, uh, Gillian Anderson, Charlotte Gainsborough. 
um, I think looks pretty damn good. Man, you left out. So from his filmography, you left out Crazy Heart. Yeah, and Crazy Heart. Yeah, you're right. And then of the actors in this thing, you left out Robert Duvall. Yeah, Robert Duvall's in it too. Yeah, so might be his, uh, who knows if it's his last movie or not. But um, it does look really good. I mean, man, it's, uh, it's, it also like, actually looks really good like the look of it is pretty incredible and everything you know so um i'm excited i'm surprised this didn't pick up any you know awards uh heat consideration or whatnot you know i'm confused Um, if this is considered a 2022 or 2023 release because like it is like a dumping grounds of january release but it also like felt like it was kind of like already talked about last year and the screener, they, you know, when they give out award screeners, this is one that was there. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, this does look, I think out of the whole month, this is the one that looked the best to me. I thought of the setting in Cold Mountain, that kind of harsh, uh, difficult terrain. You know, you could put the Revenant there too. And then it's a, um, it feels like a few good men from the 1800s. That's what, <laughs> a, you know, a suicide uh, in the in the barracks or whatever, but there's more going on to it. Or like it's a few good men meets like true detective in the 1800s. That's sure. what I got. Yeah, I could see a little true detective in there. Um, I also threw in Sleepy Hollow. I don't know if there's anything supernatural going on here, but the the setting kind of reminded me of of that Tim Burton film. And uh, also a little too new to actually be a uh, inspiration here. But uh, last year's See How They Run um, actually had Angela Lansbury show up as a character in a murder mystery. So having Edgar Allan Poe be a character here, I just thought. Uh, what's that guy from Harry? Uh, he's whatever. in, uh, I think he's in one of the Harry Potter movies, isn't he? Or some of them. Oh, that sounds right. Yeah. And uh, I know I've seen him in other things too, but that's what I first think of um, when it comes to that guy. So next up is The Old Way, a new Nicolas Cage film. Uh, it's, it'll be on VOD on January 13th. I'm not sure if it's getting any kind of theatrical release, but um, it's his first Western uh, which is something that he said many times he's wanted to do for a long time. Uh, you know, it looks kind of run of the mill, but uh, he's coming off a you know a solid string of movies here. So hopefully this works out for him. <sighs> Dave, come on, man. I mean, like you know, we we've all been enjoying the as we said the Cage of Enlightenment, and you know he's yeah. been waiting to do a western his whole his whole life, and then this is what he comes up with. Come on, this is. This is uh, run of the mill. It's cookie cutter. This is unforgiven. This is true grit. That's mm-hmm. all that it is. Oh, she married the baddest man in town and made him a family man. What? She's dead now. And then someone got kidnapped. Uh oh, he's going back to his old ways and he's going to teach the little girl to shoot. Like, come on. Yeah. No. Get it out of here. You're right. You're right. But I, I want it to be good. I, I, I want these movies to be good. I want to be excited about 2023. And I always want to be excited about Nicolas Cage movies. But, but we were just excited about so many things he's done that we have to be honest. There's nothing really to be excited about on this Yeah, one. fair enough. Well, yeah, I had True Grit on my list as well. And then uh, just to take it back to a Nicolas Cage project, I thought of Mandy because of the, uh, you know, the whole revenge for a murdered family thing. And uh He's good when he gets really pissed off, so uh, why not? I mean, is he going to be pissed in this, or is he just going to be grizzled? Grizzled. I don't know. I guess we'll see. I lost my hand! (laughs) You just watched that, I did. I watched that over Christmas. It's so good. Yeah, it's a good one. Yeah, Yeah. so good. Moonstruck, if you don't know kids. Yes, absolutely. 
So I'm surprised you're not excited about this one, Jason. Uh, it, it's <laughs> it's called Plain, and uh, it's of course Gerard Butler as John Plain is what we're all assuming the character's <laughs> name is. Uh, it, it, it's just a straight up by the numbers action flick with a ridiculous title, and I who knows if it's going to be any good. It'll be in theaters on January 13th. What do you think about this? I mean, this guy has—they've really done it, right? These are this is the producers of Greenland and whatever else. Uh, yeah. Is it is it the blank has fallen yep. movies? I don't know. Yep. So he's really kind of locked in with these guys. So what happens is a plane crashes, and that's just the beginning because now they're on an island where like even U.S. forces don't go there anymore, right? And so they're trapped on this island, and they have to fight their way out from whatever natives are the whatever uh, people who aren't white are the bad guys in this thing, right? <laughs> sure. So yeah. Um, but on this plane, I mean, at one point they say, like, we have to get off the island. And it's like, okay, cool. That's a nice lost promo, sure, right? Sure. And there's a um, there's a convict on there. So you have the Con Air aspect. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, we're working together. Give me a little, little yellow jackets. Oh. Give me a little Captain Phillips because he's the uh, captain trying to get out. Oh, John good. Plane, as you said. Yeah. And also I put the five bloods in there because I like the five bloods. So, five yes, bloods Dave, not excited for this at all. <laughs> Five Bloods was good, uh, but yeah, I I don't know how you could not be excited. It looks ridiculous, and I know you like like straight to video action movies. Like it, it, it's at least playing in that you know that ballpark. But yeah, I mean, I had Con Air on my list, of course, and the Has Fallen series, and uh, I was also thinking about Captain Phillips. So uh, you know, kind of on the same page here, but. It's so obvious, of course, we're going to be on the same page. So, uh, next up is a man called Otto. Uh, speaking of Captain Phillips, we've got Tom Hanks here uh, in this uh, remake of a 2015 Swedish film, I believe it is, uh, about an old grumpy guy who gets uh, a new lease on life because of the new family that moves in next door. Uh, it's from Mark Farster. I don't know. It looks okay. Nah. Yeah. Yeah. It's a book. It's a it's a novel first. I'm sure there was a film, but I know the book was a big deal. Yeah. So, um, you know, a few things about this. Uh, has Tom Hanks have any of his streaming movies kind of broken through? I don't think so. The maybe a little bit that first Apple TV War One Greyhound, just because it was their first movie, but it it's not like it did well or anything. Like it's just people were like, oh, Apple TV has a movie now. Let's check that out. Yeah. And Tom Hanks, like we know he's, you know, as good as an actor as there is out there, but um, grumpy Tom Hanks, it'll be interesting to see, like, is this something people want to see? Is this, is he just too sweet, you know, in the end, because he's Tom Hanks, you know, uh, how, how it all fits together. I mean, plot wise, like I get it reading it as like a nice warm book while you're taking your bath. (laughs) Yeah. You got your candles out, your bath bombs in, mm-hmm. maybe some rose petals, some Enya playing in the background. Do, but do like, you have a favorite bath bomb like scent? Uh, that's a good question. Um, what are my? What do you like? Oh, I, 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 I just whatever Gina wants. That's what we go with. Yeah, you know, is cookie dough a bath scent? That seems right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> just wondering. So you know, dude, it's uh, it's Tom Hanks as Jack Nicholson, and as good as it gets. It's up, you know, I'm an old cranky man. Mm-hmm. Does any of this old cranky neighbor get off my lawn? Oh, a little kid warmed my heart. 
<laughs> yeah, in that same Trust me, vein. Barfing. Yeah, I, I I got that. Yeah, in that same vein, I had Grant Torino on my list. Uh, grumpy old guy, the family next door. Uh, also, Driveway is a movie that I know you love, Brian Dennehy. So uh, yeah. I do love that movie. Yeah, um, also with Hong Chow, right? Oh yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, she's good. Next up, House Party. January 13th in theaters. Okay, so here's the thing about House Party, regardless of what you think about it, okay? Uh, of course, it's hard to like get excited for these kinds of remakes and reboots or whatever it is, but every time this trailer plays in the theater, the whole theater cracks up laughing. I think there's a small chance this could be like a sleeper hit. I mean, look, we all have love for the original House Party, right? Yeah. Like, um, you know, uh, so yeah, maybe, maybe you're right. I, it, it doesn't look great, although I hope they just go balls to the wall with it. Like, there's a line in there. He's like, he's like, you're supposed to be at church. And he's like, you're yelling at me on a Sunday or something. What would Jesus say about that? And she'd say, and she goes, Jesus would tell you to shut the fuck up. You know? And it's like, I hope it's all like just that insane. But yeah, these, these, uh, you know, promoters slash house cleaners end up cleaning LeBron James's house and yeah. throwing a party there, which, you know, whatever. So look. It doesn't look good, but I, you know, whatever. I hope it is good. I hope I'm wrong. How about that? There you go. Like that I works. said, Reginald Hudlin, like uh, original writer director of House Party, like h- h- huge, uh, huge. Uh, I want to say like influence on one of my scripts that I have. That's a, a party movie, and I, I like it. So right on. You know, I just put Project X in the Hangover. It was not really anything here that I wanted it to. <laughs> Yeah, no, good enough. I mean, I put Project X. I also put every Judd Apatow movie with a party scene and lots of improv. Right, I did think about that too. Yeah, yeah, so you got that. You know what? One quick thing before we move on. Um, this director who's making this, uh, Cal Matic is his name. Uh, it's his feature debut, I'm pretty sure. His next movie, a remake of White Men Can't Jump. Wow. Yeah. That's going to be tough to do. I know. So. I, I'll be interested to see how that works out, but... Uh, next up is Alice Darling, which will be in theaters January 20th and stars Anna Kendrick. And it's a drama, which she doesn't really do a lot of, um, about a girl with like an insanely overbearing boyfriend. Um, yeah. And looks pretty good. I mean, it looks like a good story worth telling about, you know, emotional abuse, you know. Uh, what do you think about this? Yeah, I mean, it does look good. I mean, you're right. She doesn't express that um, dramatic flair as much as we might want her to because we know she's great. She, she mm-hmm. can do these things. Like, you know, we both probably, rec- you know, up in the air was probably where she came to my attention. Right. Sure, so sure. like, and it looks like, you know, these three girl, three girlfriends go on a getaway for the weekend and um, they end up cleaning LeBron James's house. And, Oh wait, that's not it. Uh, <laughs> right over your head, Dave. Uh, anyway. And then the, the creepy boyfriend's like, where are you? And Alice Darling, oh, who's my fuzzy wuzzy? Who's my little baby? Who's a googie googie baba? Right. And, you know, just kind of just seems to be like all up in their business. So you, you're doing that impression right now. I have to find this for if I end up covering this movie, I have to find this Lifetime movie we watched where it was like a kind of similar thing with an overbearing boyfriend and he had this ridiculous British accent. So, yeah. yeah, that'll be a piece for sure. Hey, I'm working on getting cast in one, you know. <laughs> this is my little Pop-Tart. Uh, it's a little jelly donut. Uh, invis- it definitely has that Invisible Man feel of like, you yeah. can't let the woman go. And then from this year, I put uh, 
Talking about a man who couldn't let a woman go. How about Resurrection, the Tim Roth, uh, Rebecca Hall movie from this year? Yeah. And then lastly, um, this idea of like idealizing a partner, a loved one, a relationship, a one hour photo. Okay, yeah, that's a good one. I I hadn't thought about that. Uh, I did have The Invisible Man on my list because we were just kind of like dealing with those kind of themes just a couple years ago with that one. Uh, And the other one I put was Fear, the uh, Mark Wahlberg as an abusive boyfriend. So I thought that would be a a possibility too for this one. So yeah, I'm looking forward to that movie. Um, Next up, January 20th in theaters is Missing, which is uh, another follow-up to uh, Searching which was one of 2018's best movies. We've talked about a couple of other uh, movies that do the whole screen life thing since then. And I was under the impression this one was supposed to be like more of a direct follow-up, but then watching the trailer, I was like, maybe it's not. Maybe it's actually its own separate story. It it feels like it. I don't know how any of those characters would relate you can't just be like hey there's an asian guy in both of them right right that's, uh, that's not cool no so um i know yeah uh, this uh this woman uh, an african-american woman goes on vacation with her boyfriend in um colombia and then you know ends up uh missing there, there like go. the title says yeah and her daughter is wherever she is in the u.s trying to track her down and you know obviously oh we don't have jurisdiction there so they have to do all these crazy things but um, at one point, they're like, you know, did your mom ever go by another name? Or, you know, did the other guy go by another name? And that felt like the other Screen Life movie, The uh, Profile, you know, right. where it was like, yeah, I'm coming. to, I want you to come over and I love you. And then it's like, I, you know, we find out that he's just going to sex slave sell him and everything like that. Spoiler. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, look, it, you know, we see a lot of these like the missing person and tracking down so like i i was like and i want to ask you like what's the best one recently like i put gone girl that that's awesome that movie so is there any that kind of get to that level of excellence it's difficult because i feel like not this isn't exactly an answer to your question but like my other piece that i was thinking of is like all of these kind of crazy true crime based stories where they you know adapt these uh you know, podcasts and real life stories into shows and movies. And like, that's what I kept thinking of rather than any movies other than the other screen life movies. And so, yeah, you know, I was thinking about all those, like, you know, the HBO prestige dramas and stuff like that. Uh, the one with, uh, Hugh Grant and, you know, all the ones with, uh, Nicole Kidman and, and big all little stuff. lies is great. Yeah. I know the other one you're talking about with Hugh Grant. Um, and you're right. Like searching was awesome. Profile was interesting. How long can we, live on this similar plane without having to adapt to something else. Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, I feel like they're just going to keep doing it. So, but I mean, the screen life subgenre is interesting enough and they're not doing that many of them where it's going to get too old too quick, but I mean, they do need to make sure the story is Yeah. Tight. Well, I mean, it's all through Timor, right? Like Yeah. Uh, yeah. And he, and he he's figured it out, but I think even you know, he knows he was ahead, so I think he knows he still has to stay ahead or something. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. So uh, next up, You People, which will be on Netflix January 27th. Uh, it uh, stars Jonah Hill, uh, Eddie Murphy, um, and it's basically Jonah Hill wants to marry Eddie Murphy's daughter. And um, it's uh, directed by one of the creators of Blackish and written by him and uh, Jonah Hill. 
And I don't know, when this came out, everybody was like, hell no, this looks awful. And I, I actually just didn't bother watching the trailer until we were just preparing for this. And I don't know, it looks it looks dumb, but it looks okay. Uh, the trailer is just a scene, which yeah. I found interesting that they just put like a scene out. However, it's like, it's 2023 we're talking about, right? Yeah. White guy marrying black girl, like, or, or reverse. Like, is this like, you know, is this where we need to be with it at this point? Is this like, I like how, like, um, I guess Eddie Murphy's like just taking the bottom out of this character and like, you know, really blunt. And that's kind of fun. And we know Jonah Hill's great at comedy, but like, is this really what we want from, from them? I don't know. We'll see. It, it didn't really do much for me, but I will watch it on Netflix. So, yeah. you know, but it's, it's everything. It's guess who's coming to dinner. It's meet the parents mm -hmm. and it's all that stuff. So, um, bye. <laughs> thank you for thank you for being here jason uh yeah uh meet the parents is on my list of course as well the other thing uh, a movie that i know you love malcolm and marie is on my list because if this whole movie takes place in the diner in this one scene that's kind of the vibe i was getting i didn't know is this just showing a scene or does is the whole thing like a covid like one scene one location kind of thing that i'm not sure that's kind of what i was thinking from the trailer I don't know, man. I mean, look, here's the best hope that they wrote something and were like, hey, Eddie Murphy, Jonah Hill, you guys can just improvise the whole movie. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I mean, Eddie Murphy is freaking he's hilarious. So, I mean, and he really shows that off in the trailer. I feel like even though people don't like the concept of the movie, I think he's funny in the trailer. So, you know, hopefully, hopefully it works. You know, I mean, it's just even the jokes were lame. Like yeah. we're we're going over performance over jokes on this one here. By the way, uh, the this director making a remake of The Wizard of Oz. Who is it? Uh, Kenya Barris. Yeah, doing a lot of things. Crazy. Big name, big name out there. Yeah. Crazy. All right. Uh, our last one for the month is Shotgun Wedding, which will be on Prime January 27th and stars Jennifer Lopez and Josh Duhamel in uh, an action rom-com about a couple who take their family on a destination wedding and then uh, the wedding party is taken hostage. And it, it's funny, last year we were talking about like how like J-Lo is making these movies that we don't make anymore. And now they just keep coming. Like the floodgates have opened and now we're just getting these like bad looking rom-coms. Dave, going into 2023, I think uh, we even had the precursors in 2022. Um, you know, we talked about it with like falling into Christmas or whatever, like at least once a, once a month. Uh, this this month, this gets the I want to punch you in the dick <laughs> award, Dave. <laughs> so we'll see if you can keep it up for once a month. Yeah. Look, here's the thing, man. J-Lo, uh, I mean, like, and the, the whole first part of this preview is like her in her underwear and a t-shirt just showing off how good she looks. She is incredibly fit, like amazing looking, incredible, bravo, physical beauty to the max. We know she's charismatic. This movie looks terrible. Mm -hmm. um, Josh Duhamel, who uh, I like this season on uh, The Mighty Ducks, um, Playing the husband, you know, he was wasn't this supposed to be Army Hammer, right? I think and then he replaced that. him. Yeah, I think you're right. Now, Dave, wouldn't have this been much more interesting if they had kept Army Hammer in and built this character around the accusations? <laughs> so now it's a shotgun wedding on a private island, 
And it turns out Army Hammer wants to eat his wife and possibly some of the wedding guests. Yeah. Like, how amazing would that be? Bridesmaids just I... start showing up missing. And, uh... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it would be much more interesting. But yeah, this is uh, Snatch, the Amy Schumer, Goldie mm-hmm. Hawn movie. This is last year, the big hit, right? Was it The Lost uh, City, yep. right? Sandra Bullock. Yep. I mean, this is this, that, but at the end, like even in the, uh, and I put monster in law to reference another JLo movie with the wedding plans gone wrong there. Yeah. But, um, you know, at the end of this preview, they're all singing, uh, what is it? I'll be your crying shoulder. I'll be whoever is that, you know, shitty song. Mm. So who sings that day? I don't know. Well, I have no idea. Uh, I'm going to look it up while we talk. Yes, look it up and, and find out. By the way, I had the exact same puzzle pieces as you. So it's, yeah. you know, it is what it is. Although the Lost City was fun. So, yeah, I didn't see it, but I'm glad people liked it. It looked like it was all right. It's Edward McCain and like okay. the whole, the whole group is singing it. So, you know, it's like the wedding's not going to happen. And then we all come together and now we're all singing. And it's like, punch you so hard right square in the dong dude <laughs> right in the dick yeah oh boy i don't know I, I i'm still pretty excited for january even though uh well, you you pale, like a lot uh, pale, of pale blue eye yeah. is the only one that looks good <laughs> that actually looks good and alice darling and everything like there's a few that are like eh, okay maybe so megan's gonna maybe be one awesome. or two just wait and see megan's gonna be awesome and maybe playing we'll see house party could be good See now, you're, Alice now Darling you're just, might be all right. I said Alice Darling. Oh, you did say you Alice know? Darling. Okay, yeah, all right. So. Anyway, uh, yeah, that's our movies for January. I don't know. What, what do you think? Are you happy? Are you excited about the month? No, okay. not at all. No. Uh, but you know, I've been watching so many movies to finish off 2022. Like I've neglected all my TV watching oh. and seeing um, what's coming out in January. It looks like I can get back to TV. There you go. That's uh, that's that's a good thing. Uh, Jason, is there a movie you watched that uh, you've been watching all these movies? Is there one you watched recently you want to shout out? Yes, Dave. I think I will shout out Marcel the Shell with shoes with shoes on, which I can't pronounce sadly. <laughs> Marcel the Shell. Marcel the Shell with shoes on. Mm, there you go. There you go. Have you watched it? I haven't, no. Man, it is great. Yeah. It is so good. Jenny Slate, just over the moon with Jenny Slate. She's fantastic. This thing looks great. It's funny. It's sweet. It um, feels like it works in places it maybe shouldn't work. Uh, Scarlett and I both watched it. We both loved it. And uh, this is how much I loved it, Dave. Like, usually you watch a movie and you're like, okay, I'd revisit that down the line. Like, I might watch this again soon. That's how good it was. Wow. Well, I I definitely want to finally catch up with it. I have a feeling it's going to be on both of your top 10 lists. (laughs) I have a feeling it will be. Yeah. yeah. So uh, maybe I'll get to it before we record this weekend. But um, yeah, awesome. Uh, Tell people what's going on with your comedy and awesome movie year and everything else you got going on. All right. Awesome movie year. We're wrapping up the punch in the dick of seasons to me, (laughs) 1953, which has been underwhelming as far as the movie's uh, as far as my enjoyment, but overwhelming as far as good episodes, because we disagree on basically everything, I think, <laughs> which is a lot of fun. So we're going to reveal our next season soon, which I think people will be really excited about. And yeah. um, But I hope they're enjoying 1953. Uh, as you know, you can find me on all the socials, Jason Harris Comedy, Eat This Comedy. And the trivia party, come see a show, come do a thing, give me money for my movie. So far, no one that has listened to these episodes has even tried to give me money for my movie, Dave. So 
<laughs> I haven't tried to give you money for your movie either. So, you know, and I'm listening. I'm listening all the time. Jason, as always, thank you so much for being here. And uh, we'll see. Maybe we'll get you on uh, one of the regular episodes again very soon. Yeah, whatever. No, you're supposed to say I will be back next week for the menu, which we already recorded. <laughs> oh, okay. Wait. Uh, well, Dave, it's funny you say that because I'll be back next week for the menu, which we already there you go perfect i'm josh bell and i'm jason harrison we co-host a podcast called awesome movie year each season we take a look back at an awesome year for movies which is every year we deep dive into these specific years and we pick out why they were such great years for films we go over the biggest hits the biggest flops the best picture and some personal picks some cult classics Years we've covered in past seasons include 1994, 2003, 1977, and 1984, and we've got all of film history to look forward to. So check us out at awesomemovieyear.com or wherever you listen to podcasts. All right, so I hope you enjoyed that conversation with Jason Harris about some of the movies coming in January. As always, make sure you're subscribed to Piecing It Together wherever it is you're listening, so that way you can get all of the new episodes as they come out. We've, of course, got The Menu, which we just mentioned, coming soon. We also have Black Adam coming soon. And our top tens of the year. We got a top ten films of the year, top ten first watches of the year, and top ten scores of the year. All that coming. Also a couple other special episodes. And then it's time to start covering some 2023 movies. Can't wait for Megan. And, uh, yeah, there's a lot, lots coming your way, so make sure you are subscribed you could also follow us on social media at PiecingPod. Join our Facebook group, Popcorn and Puzzle Pieces, where we continue the conversation about all the movies we talk about here on the show and where we have some exciting stuff planned for 2023. And uh, don't forget we have a Patreon, the Produced by David Rosen Patreon, where I post bonus and advanced content from Piecing It Together, from Awesome Movie Year, and from my music career. And speaking of my music career... I just released my new album, More Content. I've been talking about it for the last few months. It is out now. Got a few music videos on the way to promote the album. And uh, a lot more music is coming your way. So check out More Content wherever you listen to music. There is a limited edition CD available right now on my band camp. Uh, but you could also stream it, Spotify, Apple Music, all those places. So check it out. I hope you enjoy it. Uh, I'm going to close the episode with a song from more content. It's called Horizon Lines. So enjoy this track, and we'll be back with more piecing it together real soon.
an All Points West production, produced by David Rosen in Las Vegas.